Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. America, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Glad to have you with me. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, it's an open line Friday. The uh, If you text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777, you can get all the links for the podcast, the live stream, the show notes, um, and uh, so much more. I'm going to shift things around here because um, I have been asked by a lot of people, you know, there's there's an unusual phenomenon that occurs on this radio program. And I, the, the only other program that I am aware of uh, that was like this so much was Russia's program. So I'm very flattered. Um, that this would be the reaction. I have been advised uh, to stop interviewing people on the program uh, because there's a visible, like, uh, the audience goes away and then they come back when the interview's over. And the research of you guys who listen to this program is kind of what I intuitively have known all along, that y'all want to be in dialogue with me, that I'm talking to each of you. And when I bring someone else onto the program, not a caller, because that's one of you guys, but when I bring on someone to interview them, uh, it's an interloper, and suddenly you guys are in the position of having to eavesdrop on a conversation I'm having with someone else instead of with you. And we see this in the research, and, and I'm deeply flattered by it. The other thing, and it's related to that, is the number of people who call in who don't want to come on the show. Y'all should see, I can see the phone lines on the program. Like, I can see them light up. And the majority of the people who call the show don't even want to be on the program. They just want to call to ask, will I talk about a topic or what are my thoughts or pass along some clarifying information to something I said. I've got a brilliant, brilliant audience. And, and every day that I'm on the air, someone calls in and adds an interesting nugget to the news that I am talking about. They don't want to be on air. They just asked Charlie to pass it along to me. And I, I'm really, I'm flattered by the relationship that we have developed. It also gets me out of having to interview people and, and tell people, no, I'm sorry, you can't come on and here's why. And then they understand it. Um, so I'm very flattered by it. I am. Uh, and, and we've had a number of people today call. And because of the volume of calls, I was going to talk about the AT&T crash yesterday and the pharmacy crash. They were unrelated, happened at the same time. I'll get to it. 
But I think it's more important, based on the number of people calling in, that I talk about Catherine Herridge at CBS first. So let's do that. As you may be aware, Catherine Herridge is an award-winning CBS News reporter who had been at Fox. She left Fox News a number of years ago um, because, uh, from what I was told at the time, uh, she was perhaps too straightforward and fair that um, the Catherine Herridge is like a real professional journalist who's not a team player. And she has refused to toe the party line. In fact, um, she has fought over sources. She refused at Fox News. In one case, she refused to disclose a source uh, and has been threatened with jail time. And there's a First Amendment case outstanding on her. Um, the order then came from Judge Christopher Cooper as a result of a lawsuit filed by Chinese-American scientist Yang Ping Chin against the FBI, citing documents reviewed by Fox News. Heritage reported Chin was the subject of a federal probe. Chin has alleged the federal authorities improperly leaked information about her and tried to uncover sources, and Heritage is, has absolutely refused. She left Fox News and landed at CBS News, and her reporting was always super solid reporting at Fox News and uh, at CBS it gave her a larger platform. And one of the stories that Catherine Heritage broke wide open was the Hunter Biden story. It's a very big story, obviously, and it has uh, broader implications because there is a story now that um, CBS News has seized confidential files and her laptop about Hunter Biden. And a lot of people want to know why she was fired. I have some inside scoop on that. You know, just for perspective, so you know who your host is here, uh, after I practiced law and started redstate.com, I got hired by CBS, or not by CBS, by CNN. I was at CNN for three years. Then I moved to Fox News. Roger Ailes himself recruited me to Fox News, went out to dinner with him several times. Uh, I moved to Fox News, was at Fox News for five years. And over that time, I developed a lot of friendships with people in the media. I'm still friends with a number of people in the media, uh, CBS, ABC, NBC even, although less so at NBC. They've gotten so woke, so liberal, so progressive. Uh, but I know a lot of people, and a lot of these people talk to each other. And obviously, uh, there were layoffs at CBS. Now, you should know the larger context here. CBS is part of Paramount. And Paramount is not doing well. In fact, hang on a second. Uh, where is it? I saw this earlier um, today. Yep. Um, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. Paramount has been put on negative credit watch by S&P Global. Uh, the margin and cash flow generated by direct-to-consumer streaming businesses, which are replacing the linear uh, TV segment, will be lower in comparison due to greater required content spending, higher technology investments, and higher marketing and subscriber acquisition costs. Stock in Paramount Global, which is led by CEO Bob Bakish, slid by 53 cents or 4.5% on Friday during late morning trading with shares in the Hollywood studio last week taking another hit. Uh, now, what's so interesting is when you think about the major flagships
for Paramount. It's what? Mission Impossible and Star Trek. CBS is the most watched TV network, and they've got some great shows. Uh, they do. But the flagship properties of Paramount are Star Trek and Mission Impossible. And if you want to put this in perspective for why those are the flagship properties, they're very old properties, they've been around. Uh, you know who signed off on and developed Mission Impossible and Star Trek? Random trivia for you. This puts Paramount's problems in perspective. Their two tentpole franchises, Star Trek and Mission Impossible, were developed by Lucille Ball. Have you ever heard of the show I Love Lucy? Yeah, that's how old they are. They've tried to develop some new properties over time. They've been successful to some degree, but those are their big tentpole movie properties. They, they do streaming shows now. Like, I like the new Star Trek um, show that's out there um, the, about the, the uh, Captain Pike in the Enterprise. Uh, Brave New World. Really like it. Uh, it's great. Uh, but they also have Halo. They've turned Halo, the Microsoft game, into a TV franchise. And I haven't brought myself to start watching the second season. The first one was okay, but not great. Um, like, you got to really be into Halo, the video game, which I am to plausibly enjoy it. It was a bad move. Um, the, so the company is in terrible financial shape, and they're looking for a buyer. They were hoping Apple would buy them or something. There's now a possible, like, streaming merger with um, – Peacock and Comcast for their two streaming services because neither are doing fantastic. But this has required layoffs at CBS. And who got laid off? Well, it surprised a lot of people. The Washington Bureau for CBS News was hit very hard. Now, you have to know the leader of CBS News. The leader of CBS News is a woman named Ingrid Cyprian Matthews. She's a 30-year veteran. And by multiple accounts, she is very liberal and very woke and has taken DEI very seriously and looks at every opportunity to elevate uh, non-white voices at CBS. It's not a coincidence that in the last number of years, the CBS Morning Show has become the most liberal of the three morning shows between Good Morning America, The Today Show, and CBS This Morning, CBS This Morning is much more willing to be openly, explicitly progressive under Ingrid Cyprian Matthews' leadership. It's still third place. It's not a great network. Their, their news division has not been good. Where they shine was in reporting like from Catherine Heritage. Well, except the problem is Catherine Heritage is, what, a white female who has a independent reputation separate from CBS. And what I'm told is one of the reasons she was laid off uh, was not the Hunter Biden stuff per se, but because she's got too much individual clout. When you hear Catherine Herridge, you don't hear Catherine Herridge CBS News, you hear Catherine Herridge, famous reporter. And this set with her bosses wrong. They thought she was too big for her britches. But more than that, and this is where the Hunter Biden stuff does come in, is that if the network is moving to the left, you don't really want the person who exposed the Hunter Biden laptop situation on the payroll. Now, CBS is reported to have uh, grabbed her laptop and her personal work product. They are now pushing back on it. This is from TV Newser. 
Uh, CBS News is pushing back with a report that it seized uh, Catherine Herridge's belongings. Herridge was among many CBS News staffers laid off last week as a result of the company-wide retrenchment affecting 800 employees. Thursday, The Hill published a story CBS had seized her personal belongings, including her files, computers, and records, including information on privileged sources. This is especially notable because Herridge, who worked as CBS News' senior investigative correspondent, has been with the news division since 2019 and involved in a court case in which she refused to reveal her sources stemming from an investigative piece she worked while at Fox. SAG-AFTRA and the Freedom of the Press Foundation condemned the supposed move. However, CBS News is denying the allegations. Catherine's personal belongings were delivered to her home one week ago, and we are prepared to pack up the rest of her files immediately on her behalf. With her representative present as she requested, we are awaiting a response from Catherine and or her representative to do so. We have respected her request to not go through the files, and out of concern for confidential sources, the office she occupies has remained secure since her departure. We'll see how this plays out. What I find notable is that CBS News hit its Washington bureau hard with these layoffs. And I don't think you can avoid layering in the widely regarded view that this president of the news division is a woke liberal who has embraced DEI and doesn't like people who shine too brightly at CBS. In fact, there's a, a another story um, that the new president of CBS News, this is from the New York Post, uh, this is from uh, a couple of years ago. The new president of CBS News has been accused of using her clout to promote minorities while unfairly sidelining white journalists, a woke and divisive practice that sparked multiple employee complaints in an internal probe in 2021. Ingrid Cyprian Matthews, the 30-year veteran of the Third Place Network, also had been top deputy to ex-president David Rhodes, who exited over a series of high-profile scandals, including the Charlie Rose sexual harassment scandal. Now some insiders are chafing over the promotion of Cyprian Matthews, a Dominican-born exec who's now the top-ranked woman of color at CBS News. Current and former employees reveal that two and a half years ago, she was the target of a six-month human resources investigation by Paramount into accusations of discriminatory hiring and management practices. Among the explosive claims were that Cyprian Matthews supposed, uh, supported the promotion of an African-American correspondent after she personally witnessed him verbally abusing a female colleague. Elsewhere, she was accused of cooking up phony excuses to replace a white reporter with an African-American for a plum assignment covering the aftermath of the Capitol riots. In yet another instance, a white job candidate claimed Cyprian Matthews told her it would be easier to hire her if she were a different color as she passed her over. There you have it. That's interesting. Now, what's one of the other punchlines here among the other Washington casualties was CBS News correspondent Jeff Pegas, who was subjected to HR probes over his workplace behavior, including an alleged incident in which he dressed down a female colleague in a 20-minute rant. When the incident was investigated in 2021, insiders say Cyprian Matthews, who insiders accused of promoting minorities and unfairly sidelining white journalists, attempted to blame the correspondent and gave Pegas his promotion. And now he's out. According to one source, quote, she got rid of her enemies 
under the guise of budget cuts. She cleared the decks, and she had to sacrifice some others, like Pegasus, who she promoted. Yeah, I think we see where this is going, but you shouldn't be surprised. After all, this is the network that kept Dan Rather in the anchor's booth as long as they did. He'll do the research and give it to you straight. Eric Erickson is live every weekday. You can be live on Eric's show by calling 877-97-ERIC. That's 877-973-7425. Greetings and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. It is an open line Friday. Now, we got more stuff we have to talk about. I'm not going to tell you what Joe Biden said about the secret to marriage because Nobody wants to hear him talk about his sex life. Um, that is an 81-year-old, so we'll move on to other things, and may God have mercy on our soul for even having heard about it. This one's kind of funny, y'all. A Democratic consultant, this is from NBC News, a Democratic consultant who worked for a rival presidential campaign paid a New Orleans magician to use artificial intelligence to impersonate President Joe Biden for a robocall that is now at the center of a multi-state law enforcement investigation, according to text messages, call logs, and Venmo transactions the creator shared with NBC News. Paul Carpenter says he was hired in January by Steve Kramer, who worked on ballot access for Democratic presidential candidate Dean Phillips to use AI software to make the imitation of Biden's voice urging New Hampshire Democrats not to vote in the state's presidential primary. I created the audio used in the robocall. I did not distribute it, Carpenter said in an interview where he currently resides. I was in a situation where someone offered me some money to do something. I did it. There was no malicious intent. I didn't know how it was going to be distributed. Uh, Carpenter holds world records in fork bending and straight jacket escapes. It has no fixed address, and he showed NBC how he created the videos. Wow. My goodness. Uh, you know, Vision Computer, they're not going to help you do your artificial intelligence AI nonsense, but they are going to give you a great machine with a great GPU, undoubtedly. If you use Vision Computers, they're going to take care of your tech needs. If you are scared of getting a new computer because yours is set up just so, they can even work with you on transferring the setup over. They're very good at it. PCs, laptops, desktops, gaming PCs, workstations, servers, whatever you need. Go to Vision Computers instead of the one-size-fits-all big-box store. They'll build you the computer, and then they'll service it. And their service is where they really shine because if you have any questions about your computer, you get a special phone number you get to call. 15 seconds or less, they answer the phone. There's no queue up and call back. They answer the phone. They answer your questions, and they'll do this for your business as well so they can keep your business online. Visioncomputers.com is their website, visioncomputers.com. But if you call them at 404-COMPUTE and you tell them Eric sent you, they'll give you an even better deal. 404 Compute or VisionComputers.com. Do business with people who want to have your business and will keep you up and running. VisionComputers.com or 404 Compute. Smart, fearless, and occasionally funny. 
You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Open line Friday, 877-973-7425. I'll take your calls. Uh, just one minute here. Bob, I'm coming to you next, but I got to I gotta cover this. It's real quick. Have you all seen the weather in California over the last number of weeks? They've had massive amounts of rainfall. In fact, 20,000 cubic feet of water per, per second poured into the ocean from California over the last several weeks uh, because of the amount of rainfall they had. And California water managers are limiting deliveries to just 15% of what urban and agricultural water agencies requested because they don't have enough reservoirs. Going back to the 60s and 70s, the environmentalists in California uh, insisted they stop building water reservoirs for the population of the state. And so they've just been blessed with a massive, massive amount of rainfall. And they didn't store any of it. It all washed away into the ocean because California environmentalists blocked the building of reservoirs. Contrast that with Arizona that has gone on a building spree for reservoirs, and they are now exceeding uh, their estimates of rainwater capture. They've captured way more rain than they expected to capture. Their reservoirs are full, preparing them in a way that California can't be prepared because they don't have the infrastructure to do it because of environmentalists who continue to this day deny that it's their fault when everybody knows that it actually is. Remarkable. Now, to the phones. Bob, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show, Bob. Greetings to you, uh, Eric. I got uh, a question for you, and I got a short quote for you from Francis Schaefer. All right. Um, the uh, question is, I am on the mailing list of a news outfit that I've been fascinated by for the last several months, but I wanted your slant on it because, you know, I, I don't really have a basis for comparing it. Epic TV or epic news. Yeah, uh, um, some will call them the Epoch Times or, or the Epic Times. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, they're funded by a a religious minority in China. Uh, what is it, the Falun Gong? I think is is uh, was tied really? to them. Yeah, um, I, I've got a lot of friends who who love it. Um, I use it for show prep. It very much has explicitly taken a very conservative slant to the news in the same way. Uh, news outlets like the New York Times or Politico become very liberal. It has become very conservative, and you oftentimes have to read a story of the Epoch Times and the New York Times to try to figure out what exactly is going on because both of them leave out the details the others report. Uh, but it's actually okay. not a bad news outlet. I will tell you, though, my hesitation with them was they were pretty aggressively went down the stolen election rabbit hole in 2020, and, and I just I found that discrediting in some of the, what they wrote. But, I mean— they, if you're a conservative and you want an alternative, uh, they're not necessarily a bad one. You just have to understand that sometimes they're telling you what you want to hear. Yeah, I was curious about their funding. That that was that, that's kind of key. Uh, I, I did not know that. Okay, interesting. All right, the quote I have for you: Francis Schaeffer, Presbyterian theologian, getting back to what you were talking about that Keller was referencing. A friend of mine just sent me this quote. He said, "We must realize." that the Reformation worldview leads in the direction of government freedom. 
But the humanist worldview with inevitable certainty leads in the direction of statism. That is so because humanists, having no God, must place something at the center, and it is inevitably society, government, or the state, period. Uh, okay, so you want to know your, your, your funny, your punchline on this quote today? Um, you'll find that quote in a great new book that's coming out in July uh, by yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm a big Francis Schaeffer fan, and and yes, that 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 quote. I mean, in my book, "You Shall Be as Gods," essentially making the case that secularism has become a new religion, uh, just as Schaeffer was predicting with that quote. So I appreciate you saying that very much. <laughs> All right, Eric. Thank you, brother. There we go. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and and Bob, by the way, my buddy Andrew Walker, the head of ethics at Southern Seminary, just he put this tweet up and. He texted it to me. Rights come from God. If they come from man, man will invent, apply, and deny those rights arbitrarily and preferentially people will die. They already do. It's called abortion, or a secular man calls it reproductive rights. Uh, it's so true. Um, it, it's, it's remarkable. Y'all, I can't emphasize this enough. It is remarkable that a leading reporter for Politico on MSNBC would say that it's Christian nationalism to believe our rights come from God as it is a quintessential idea from the founding of the American Republic. And they should be embarrassed by it, but they're not. And she's doubling down on her statement on social media. It is remarkable to see this stuff play out. Now, uh, I want to, I want to, I want to play you some audio. As you are aware, the president of the United States has forgiven some student loans. Uh, it's uh, about a billion some odd dollars, and it forgives the student loans of a, a number of Americans up to $10,000. It's not a significant student loan bailout, much less significant than the one that the Supreme Court uh, ruled unconstitutional. I, I want to play you this clip, and then I have a question. I'm going to play you this clip, and if you're a progressive, I have a question for you after I play it. This is the president. Early in my term, I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt. Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled, their debts. But my MAGA Republican friends in the Congress, elected officials and special interests, stepped in and sued us. And the Supreme Court blocked it. They blocked it. But that didn't stop me. I now, the audio there was a little bit low. I apologize. I, I boosted the audio on all the clips. That one's a little low from the president because uh, of the way it processed. But he said, the Supreme Court stopped me, talking about his student loans, the Supreme Court stopped me, but I found a way around it. I have a question for progressives. Will you be okay when Donald Trump comes out as president or Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or any other Republican and says the Supreme Court stopped me, but I found a way around them? Because if you don't think that they should or you would be concerned, well, then you should be concerned about Joe Biden. Now, let, let me lay this out for a lot of you because uh, a lot of people on the right are screaming, isn't this nullification or uh, isn't this unconstitutional? One of my biggest frustrations these days in political conversation in America is you can't have a nuanced conversation. It's all of one or all of the other. There, there, there's no gray. 
Uh, there's no ambiguity. That there's the you've got to pick a side. It's going to be uh, X or negative X. In this case, the Supreme Court decision was about a particular student loan plan and a particular law related to that. What Joe Biden is doing is he's found a small student loan plan that he thinks gets him around the Supreme Court decision. The Supreme Court decision was about a particular student loan plan in a bailed out in a particular way under a particular uh, provision that actually applied to veterans' debts after 9-11. Joe Biden is now using a different student loan program that is funded in a different way that has different laws applying to it. Therefore, it doesn't fall into the Supreme Court decision. People on the right are saying, isn't this in defiance of the Supreme Court? Blah, blah, blah. No, actually, he's, he's, he's he has found a way around it. The point, however, is that uh, don't be surprised when Donald Trump comes into office and finds a way around Supreme Court decisions, um, and he'll say, look, Joe Biden did it too. And I suspect you people on the left will not be happy about it any more than people on the right are with Joe Biden continually trying to bail out student loans. But there's another issue with the student loan bailout. Majority of Americans don't have student loans. Democrats claim that there is a wealth gap in this country, that income inequality in this country is growing. All of the data in this country from the government and the private sector shows that if you have a college degree, you are far more likely to be employed, you have far lower unemployment, and you have far higher long-term average earnings than someone who does not have a college degree. The data also shows a majority of Americans do not have a college degree. So the Democrats are making the people who do not have college degrees bail out the people who do have college degrees who have higher long-term earnings potential. It will exacerbate what they say is a wealth gap in this country. And it is the people who are poorer who will be bailing out the people who are richer. Now, Democrats say, wait a second, we're just forgiving debts. We're we're not taking money from anybody, except you are. Because where does all of the money to fund the federal government come from? Taxpayers. A majority of taxpayers don't have college degrees. So to fund the, I mean, the debts aren't getting written off. They're just getting covered. Someone else is covering them. Who's covering them? The taxpayers. With what money? Their money. So yes, you are taking money from other people to cover the debts of those people most likely to be in a financial position to pay off their loans, and in many cases who chose not to pay their loans. And I will tell you I have no sympathy for those people because I am still paying on my college loans. I've got another, I think, 13 years on my college loans. Now, they're for law school. My undergrad is paid for, but my entire law school was, was funded by student loans. And I got to pay them off. I'm not getting bailed out. I paid off my undergrad loans. My wife and I at times had to scrimp and save. There were multiple deferrals. In fact, the reason I'm still paying on my student loans is because for a while there, I was making so little money in my life. I mean, we could barely afford formula for our kid. I certainly couldn't afford to pay my student loan bills, and we had to defer them. And the interest kept accumulating. I mean, y'all, look, I, this is one of my frustrations about the wealth and income uh, conversations today is I make a lot of money now. I am very blessed and fortunate uh, in what I, I make. And there was a time in my life for a number of years uh, 
where between my wife's medical bills and our lack of income, we struggled to provide formula for our child. And before you progressives out there start lecturing me on breastfeeding, my wife had a double mastectomy right after we got married. She can't breastfeed the kid. We had to use formula. And, you know, given the choice between does the baby eat or do you eat, there were times my wife and I didn't eat. There were times where we had to cancel our cable subscription because we had to pay for the power bill and the gas. Uh, there were lots of times where we struggled uh, putting gas in our car. I fill up my my car every time I go get gas now, and I have a brand new car, and I tend to trade it in every few years. And honestly, I shouldn't, but I do because for so long, I had a car that had literal duct tape holding the windows up. And now I'm blessed enough to make enough money that I don't have to live like that anymore. And I have this distinct fear constantly that one day something will happen and I'll have to go back to it. So I'll enjoy it while I can, but also save some money up. Uh, this, this, it offends me that there are people who have decided that you and I should bail out their decisions through the federal government. It offends me to no end that the president of the United States will use your taxpayer dollars to bail out people who statistically have a bright future of good earnings and good employment ahead of them because they're too damn lazy to do it or they don't want to have to sacrifice in ways I had to sacrifice. They, 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 life's not fair for them. And how, how dare they? They're the ones I took out my obligation. I undertook my obligation. They undertook their obligation. And it offends me to no end that this government could decide that we're going to bail those people out. We're going to, we're going to bail those people out. They don't need to be bailed out. They need to be burdened by their obligations that they undertook. Uh, life is not fair. And I guess they can say, well, of course, life's not fair. And you know what? It's, it's fair for us now because the government's doing it and it's not fair for you guys. Except burdening a majority of Americans to pay off the debts of the privileged is the thing the Democrats have said they are against. And yet they continue constantly to be for. It's not just the student loan debts. They also want to bring back the SALT deduction, state and local tax deduction, to help the wealthiest Americans. They blast Republicans as being the party of the rich and privileged. And yet they constantly prove themselves they're the ones who are. And it's not just that. You got all the other economic morass out there these days uh, that's going on. You got uh, the Swiss America wants to help you protect your hard earned assets, given what's happening with the banks out there the, in, in credit unions and the like, and the restrictions people are placing on your ability to use your own assets. You should go read the report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy's free. All you have to do is mention my full name, Eric Erickson, when you call or text 800 289 2646. The War on Cash includes digital forms of currency, it's spreading. You can read The Secret War on Cash. It is free to you guys. You just mention Eric Erickson when you call or text 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. You can also go to SwissAmerica.com slash Eric. That's SwissAmerica.com slash E-R-I-C-K. You can give them your information, get the report, The Secret War on Cash, or call or text my full name, Eric Erickson, to 800 800- 289-2646. Message and data rates may apply. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show. The perfect blend of news, analysis, opinion, and cooking. Yeah, cooking. Want Eric's weekly recipes? They're super delicious. Text RECIPE to 33777 now. 
Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across America. Uh, we got to go back to the MSNBC clip because I have just been given a clip. I am startled to learn of a fundamentalist Christian nationalist leader in this country. To set the stage, I must go back to uh, Heidi, the political reporter who is upset about Christian nationalists. She said this on MSNBC. The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. That's that's the Politico reporter says the thing that, that unites Christian nationalists, not Christians, but Christian nationalists, is they believe that our rights don't come from Congress, don't come from the government, but come from God. I've discovered a dangerous Christian nationalist. I believe all Americans are born with certain inalienable rights. As a child of God, I believe my rights are not derived from the Constitution. My rights are not derived from any government. My rights are not derived from any majority. My rights are because I exist, I have certain rights. That they're given to me and each of my fellow citizens by our Creator, and they represent the essence of human dignity. Oh my gosh, Joseph Robinette Biden, President of the United States, is a Christian nationalist, according to Politico and MSNBC. Joe Biden is a Christian nationalist. That, wow, y'all, who knew the president of the United States was a Christian nationalist? Someone better tell Politico and MSNBC, and they'll get right on that, I'm sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, they, they, this is, look, this is their standard. Um, and this is what they this is what they want us to believe. Um, this this is insane. Uh, I, by the way, yes, I did uh, put those videos together. Philip, you get that pushed out just as quick as you want to push it out. <laughs> uh, holding them to their own standards. Now, let me hold you to high standards with Omaha Steaks because they have incredibly high standards for the quality of the product that they sell you, and they want you to develop a relationship with them at omahasteaks.com slash Eric. Uh, you get over 50% off right now, an incredible deal, and you get eight of their burgers for free. Now, let me just tell you, I, I brag about their burgers a lot because I eat them a lot Um, because I, I love burgers. And theirs are not your standard ground chuck. They're, they're a blended burger, so they don't shrink up on you. They stay juicy. That's just fantastic. Um, Go to omahasteaks.com slash Eric today. You get a great package. It includes chicken breast, pork chops. Uh, it includes scalloped potatoes and the caramel apple tart list that my wife loves. And then you get the eight burgers for free. Everything's over 50% off. In fact, everything site-wide is over 50% off at Omaha Steaks right now. OmahaSteaks.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Take advantage of this incredible deal today at OmahaSteaks.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.